This is Look West, a podcast from California's Assembly Democrats. When people talk about California's housing crisis, they often forget to mention how it impacts farmworker communities. I am Cynthia Moreno with Look West. In California, farm workers are an essential component to the state's agricultural industry. They provide farmers with fertilizer and equipment, plant seeds, produce crops, manage livestock, process, transport, and distribute food to consumers. But most importantly, they are the ones doing the backbreaking work of picking the very crops we consume, and often under extraordinary circumstances, such as sweltering heat or blistering cold. Farmworker households are often comprised of extended family members, many of whom only work temporarily and often migrate frequently to follow the crop seasons or return home to Mexico, Central and South American countries. As a result, many farmworker households tend to have difficulty securing safe, decent and affordable housing. Many are forced to live in substandard housing that is in the poorest condition. Additionally, they face unusually high rates of poverty, have extremely high rates of overcrowding, and low homeownership rates. Assemblymember Robert Rivas is determined to change this with his bill, AB 1783, the Farm Worker Housing Act of 2019, which would create a streamlined process to build farm worker housing on agricultural land, set quality standards to ensure that the new housing is dignified and family friendly and will put safeguards in place to protect the environment. Supporting this bill is civil rights leader and labor icon Dolores Huerta, one of the founding members of the United Farm Workers and the Dolores Huerta Foundation. Both Rivas and Huerta share a long history together of fighting for farm worker rights. So it's great to be here. My name is Robert Rivas. I am um, new to the state legislature. I represent Assembly District Number 30 which, um, you know, I'm from San Benito County, but this is a district that includes parts of, of four counties, uh, uh, San Benito, Monterey County, um, which uh, includes uh, the rural parts of the county uh, and the city of Salinas. I represent the city of Watsonville in Santa Cruz County and Gilroy and Morgan Hill in Santa Clara County. Um, but it is great to be here. Um, and uh, you're listening to the Look West podcast. And it is um, a, a real honor and a treat uh, to be sitting here with my friend, the um, uh, iconic uh, D- Dolores Huerta, who um, has uh, spent her career um, leading the fight for um, farm worker rights. Uh, and so certainly she is the co-founder of the United Farm Workers of America and the founder and president of uh, the Dolores Huerta Foundation. Uh, and, and, and so certainly for me, uh, this is a special time. You know, I have, uh, um, this is my first few months here uh, uh, in Sacramento um, as I'm new to the state legislature. But sitting here um, with D- Dolores and, and working together on a farm worker housing bill, because um, we're here to talk about uh, the issue of, 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 of housing for our farm workers uh, and in particular uh, um, uh, our bill that we're working on, um, 1783, which is the Farm Worker Housing Act. Um, but to sit here with her uh, is really um, a surreal experience. Um, and I say that because over 40 years ago, um, she traveled to Almondon Vineyards uh, in San Benito County, and she helped m- m- my grandfather, um, a-, a man who raised my brother and I, who was a field worker at Almaden for nearly 50 years of his life. Uh, she went to Almaden Vineyards and worked with him and worked with the workers at Almaden, um, and she helped him and his workers secure equal rights in the fields 
uh, and the better pay to support our family. And at the time, his family of seven. Uh, and so she negotiated my grandfather's first union contract and helped pave the way for my family to get out of the fields and into the classroom. Uh, and so certainly had, had it not been for her work, her advocacy, um, I would not be sitting, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that I would not be sitting here today as a member of the legislature. Uh, and so that's why this bill, AB 1783, uh, it continues the important work started by, by my grandfather, uh, by the UFW, by the hard farm workers from Albaden, the work of Dolores Huerta, uh, to ensure that every resident in our state is treated with dignity, with respect, uh, and given the chance to um, achieve the California dream. And so it's, it's a pleasure to be here uh, with her. And, um, you know, I, 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 I guess we can open up the conversation um, by, you know, uh, having the opportunity uh, for you to say some words. And maybe you can give us, uh, you know, why this is so important. And through your experiences, you know, why is, is housing farm workers important? And why has it been so challenging? Well, it's a pleasure to be here with you, uh, Robert, and uh, uh, like your grandfather, who was such a great leader in the farm worker movement. I remember uh, that this is a great negotiating committee that I had uh, because they always uh, got to the point where they would negotiate their own contracts. I would just come and see what they did and put a rubber stamp on it because you know they, they were a very uh, self-sufficient and great leaders. And, and I know that you've earned your way to be here at the state legislature. And it's awesome that coming out of the gate that you introduced this bill for public housing, <laughs> which is a kind of a tribute to the legacy uh, of, of your grandfather uh, who raised you and a tribute to all of the farm workers that, that really feed our nation. And I think that's so important because uh, uh, people often, I think we owe the farm workers. When we think most farm workers, unless they're covered by a union contract, uh, they're working at minimum wage right now. Uh, and they have a hard time just, you know, keeping up, uh, paying their monthly bills that they have. And, and unfortunately, uh, so many of them live in terrible, terrible, decrepit type of housing. And in fact, during the harvest season, I have seen, uh, I, have, I have come to places where you have maybe 14 people in a house. You know, there's hardly any place for people to uh, really even sit down. Most of the time they have to stand up or lay down because there's no space for them. And your bill really uh, is, is an awesome bill because it really, uh, it gives a very practical way uh, to provide housing for, for farm workers. And when we think, how could anybody oppose this. You've got to be, have a, a really black heart and mm -hmm. have an inhuman streak uh, uh, to oppose your bill uh, because it's a very practical way. And, and it's, it's, you know, I, I, when I was negotiating, like with the Almaden uh, company at that point in time, uh, you, you have a lot of employers out there, agricultural employers, that really care about their workers. Mm -hmm. I know sometimes uh, agricultural employers are kind of get, uh, get uh, kind of a, a bad reputation, but not all of them. Uh, uh, and I would like to say that most of them really do care about their workers. Mm -hmm. And uh, we know that uh, this bill uh, gives those employers that want to uh, be able to pr provide a safe shelter uh, right. and housing for their workers that they can do it. That's right. And so uh, I'm, I'm really grateful to you. I want to thank you very much for, mm -hmm. you know, for standing up uh, for the workers and right. uh, this very, very uh, top uh, priority issue right. for farm worker families to uh, make it uh, possible for them and the agricultural employers to step in and be able to provide housing for right. their workers. Yeah, and I think that is uh, an excellent point. You know, I think that uh, I'm encouraged as a new member of the assembly, a new member of this legislature, that our governor's prioritizing housing. Uh, but certainly I think the uh, important 
point needs to be made that this is a housing crisis that stretches to all parts of California. And the housing crisis we face in the rural parts of the state, in the agricultural parts of the state, is much different than the crisis faced in you know, the urban parts of the state. And so certainly making sure that uh, we're protecting um, you know, uh, the people that um, are so vital to the agricultural economies of this state, which is our farm workers, and doing everything we can to support farmers uh, to be able to stabilize their labor force. And I think that we could look at, in, in, you know, the... You know, what I'm so proud about this bill is we have reached out to all stakeholders, you know, proud that UFW is a sponsor. We have sat down with with, with agricultural interests um, uh, because this is an opt-in bill. That's not a sweeping mandate in any stretch of the imagination. Those that want to participate can participate and, 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 and should participate. Um, and we look towards uh, the example and, and, and um, in uh, the Salinas Valley where you had Tanner and Antle, one of the largest ag companies, um, you know, invested millions of dollars in creating a, an H-2A housing project, which is now a non-H-2A project because it helps stabilize their, their, um, their, uh, uh, their labor needs. And so certainly moving forward, you know, and I'm encouraged by your comments because uh, we've, we've been approached by many small farmers that said, hey, we can't afford it to, 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 to um, have an H-2A program, you know, to meet our needs um, because we can't provide their housing. But why we like this bill is we are able to make that investment to create housing. It's going to help our labor needs. And in the end, it's going to be a very, very strong investment for us. It'll help us be more productive. Yeah, and family housing is really, really important because uh, mm-hmm. often when they think, think about farm workers, well, let's, let's build a barrack for them. Well, you know what? They're not soldiers. <laughs> They're not soldiers. Uh, they are workers. That's right. And uh, when you have a barrack-type situation, uh, this really leads to a lot of problems. You have a mm-hmm. lot of gambling, alcohol, alcoholic, uh, alcoholism. You have prostitution. You have a lot of violence. And when you have family housing, it really provides a totally different picture. Right. And I know that, for instance, in down there where I live, down there near Bakersfield and Lost Hills, uh, the uh, Paramount Company, which is a huge uh, agricultural employer in the Central Valley, they actually, on their own, they built a whole... A community of family housing for their workers, wow. and if, and they paid for it. You know, they they did it all on their own. Right. So I think that's a good example. And and I know that your bill is not asking employers to to carry the burden by themselves. You know, right. you're really making it possible for them to get assistance from the state uh, right. to, uh, to provide this housing. That's right. And the other thing, I every time I go down to the Salinas Valley, which is your area, and uh, I know that the gentrification is starting to hit that area. Yes. And you think about how some of the houses there have jumped up so much in price mm-hmm. in San Jose area, Monterey County area, and you think, hey, who's gonna pick the crops? Right. Who's gonna pick the crops? If you don't have any place for workers to live, you know, how on earth are they going to be able to be there uh, to be able to pick the crops that, you know, and these are the vegetables uh, mm-hmm. the, that, that we are so dependent on, you know, for a healthy lifestyles, all the right. lettuce and the broccoli, the cauliflower, That's right. the Brussels sprouts, the spinach, all of those, healthy vegetables that we need uh, to live and to live well, mm-hmm. the nutrition that we need. Hey, we want to have our, our salads, but hey, let's remember the workers that actually go out there and pick the food. So we've got Absolutely. to provide for them. They should be number one on our priority list. Right. These are people, uh, you're absolutely right. These are people that help feed, you know, not only our state, but help feed the, you know, um, 
uh, our country. Uh, but, but, but certainly, I think that is a very important point when you talk about that California is the fifth largest economy in the world. We're on the brink of becoming the fourth largest economy in the world, but we have the highest rate of poverty. And as, as, as uh, our governor has indicated, why housing is so important is the number one factor to that poverty rate is the, is, is, is the out-of-control prices when it comes to housing and the unaffordability that people face in rents and in mortgages. Um, and uh, I read a study recently, you know, obviously the Salinas Valley is just, you know, miles down uh, 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 south from the Silicon Valley. And in the Salinas Valley, where it's more of, you know, it's a very impoverished community, you know, this district I represent is one of the less affluent um, uh, assembly districts in the state, uh, where the median price of a home in the Salinas Valley is five is $552,000. And for a farm worker, you know, that makes between 12 and $16 an hour, uh, it is, you know, uh, dramatically unaffordable. And so that's why I think that this is a bill that is driven, um, you know, by uh, by um, the data and the examples that, that, that we've been able to emphasize in the Salinas Valley, whether it's the overcrowding and subsidized, um the conditions. There was a, a study that was released recently that, 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 that identified Monterey County as as leading the state in the way of student homelessness mm-hmm. and you know these students are from the salinas valley and they come 90 percent of them are latino they identify as latino and they come from farm working families uh, and so certainly this is a huge huge problem but when we get back to the data you know I've, I've always felt that policy needs to be driven by solid data and the data for this bill is you know um you know, helps to justify what we're trying to accomplish here. Um, and, and uh, you know, I have to make reference to the uh, Farm Worker Housing Study and Action Plan that was released in July of 2018. It was um, uh, a study that, that emphasized the Salinas and Pajaro Valleys. And in the study, it confirmed that, you know, agricultural workers um, are, you know, live in these substandard, overcrowded, uh, these conditions. Um, and the study demonstrated that a preponderance of the workers were year-round residents. Um, and of those surveyed, 75%, as you mentioned, were married and had young children. Mm-hmm. And so certainly the study goes on to say that you know, a lot of the focus has been on providing housing for temporary farm workers, but the need. And um, they strongly um, uh, they suggest that the need needs to be concentrating on providing permanent farm worker family units. And so that's what we're attempting to do. We're creating a state uh, solution for a statewide problem and making sure that our state funding goes to solving that problem. Yeah, and the other thing I like about your bill is that uh, the people that live on the farms, uh, they're not uh, captive. That's right. <laughs> the grower. That's you have right. like an independent uh, management so that mm-hmm. it's not like the old uh, right. kind of when, like when you were young and your family lived on uh, on the farm, right? right. You, you did, we're not totally dependent on on that farmer. That's right. Uh, so they're uh, basically just uh, uh, doing the, the right thing by providing uh, the, the the land, and yeah. also, of course, they they will have the uh, benefit of having the workers that they really need them. So absolutely. That, but, absolutely. But it's not an oppressive situation. Like right. some people might think, oh well, if they live on on the land of the of the owner of the farmer. Then they're going to be like a, a slave situation. No, this is entirely, entirely different. And that's a big you have right. independent management of the housing. Right. And so that uh, you know, we want to thank the uh, the growers that will take advantage of this mm-hmm. uh, because they do get the benefit of having the workers sure. there. Uh, but we are, at the same time we know that. It uh, doesn't put them into, you might say, a negative power position. That's right. Uh, with their workers, and that's a very important point. I'm glad that you mentioned that. It's a, you know, that's one of the um, 
factors uh, in this bill is making sure that there's no dual role mm-hmm. of uh, employer and landlord. Um, and it's an important concept. It's an important concept to add that layer of protection for our farm workers. And I think, you know, I and why I feel so passionate about this issue and why uh, it's so important for me and why it's, you know, a priority is because, you know, I could speak from experience on this issue because I lived in farm worker housing. I grew up in farm worker housing. You know, my grandfather, as I mentioned, was a field worker at Almaden for nearly 50 years. And I spent the first eight to 10 years of my life living uh, there at Almaden in farm worker housing. And we lived in attractive migrant farm worker housing. There was, uh, you know, anywhere between seven and 10 of my family members living in a two bedroom unit. Um, you know, I can recall as a child not having uh, a bathtub, you know, and so I remember my grandmother she had a big um metal tub that she would do our laundry in with a washboard and uh she my between she my mom and my great-grandmother uh they would uh rush pots of hot water uh, and pour it in 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 the big metal tub so my brother and i can enjoy baths as as uh, kids um but you know it was certainly um you know, it was it was it was some of the you know the best experiences I had growing up in such a rural and and uh, you know uh, a rural environment. It was beautiful being surrounded by agriculture and trees and just nature in general. Um, but I can recall that our housing you know was small, but it was decent. Um, but the one thing I do recall is you know we lived you know in, in in you know in a good area that was surrounded by you know the crops that my grandfather would tend to every single day. You know a lot of the grapes. Um, and, but I do recall when my grandfather would come home and he was very active with UFW, you know, this was a different time. They were fighting for better working conditions, for higher wages. Uh, and, um, I can recall when he would come home and have those conversations with my grandmother, he was concerned about speaking out because, you know, obviously, um, Almaden Vineyards, they controlled our housing and he didn't know if he spoke out or if he, you know, went and, and, and stood uh, at a picket line, if that was going to impact our ability to remain in the housing and if we were going to be homeless or what would we do. And, 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 and so certainly for him, uh, that was very important because he, you know, I, I have one of his pay stubs in my office from the late eighties. He had been a field worker for, um, 30 years, over 30 years at that point. And on the pay stub, you know, the reason I, I have it there is because it displays that he was making $6.33 an hour in the late 80s. Yeah. And on $6.33 an hour, he supported our family of seven. Um, and so times were tough in the late 80s, but not much has changed when it comes to their farm worker wages. And so times are much, much more difficult for farm workers today. That's why I have it as, you know, uh, uh, you know a reminder of where I came from and never to forget where I came from uh, and making sure to keep that in perspective is, you know, we work to uh, improve the lives of, you know, all Californians, but certainly making sure that our farm workers uh, are protected as well and well represented here uh, in Sacramento. But certainly, you know, back to the point of the, you know, the dual role is it's really, really important to make sure that our farm workers uh, have the ability to, um, you know, house their families, but at the same time, go to work, speak out, speak up if they need to, um, and to ensure that they, um, you know, are not going to be, you know, uh, penalized for that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah and I think the fact that uh, your family, even though the wages were very low then, as mm-hmm. they are still today, if they don't have a union contract, the wages are, like I said, probably minimum wage. They're, I think, eleven fifty an hour. So a lot of farm workers in the Valley are getting right now. And uh, with the fact that you had the housing, I think that really helped the, the family a lot. Yes. And uh, we know that uh, those employers that 
are going to come forward and take advantage of your of your mm-hmm. legislation of this bill, right. and that uh, you know those families are also going to be benefited a lot by just being able uh, to live in, in housing. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that the rents will be lower than maybe what you might right. get Afford. with the Silicon Valley yes. push in, right. into the Monterey County area. Right. So it's a really important piece of legislation, and I think we want to just ask everybody out there that's listening, please call your representative <laughs> in the state assembly, your senator in the state senate, and say. Please support uh, Robert Rivas's bill uh, for farm worker housing. It is urgent. It is desperately needed, and we need your help. Yes, uh, you know that is um, a great reminder, and certainly very um, uh, uh, appreciative of the message. And certainly, this is an important bill. You know, it's an important bill uh, not only for Assembly District 30, but for uh, all agricultural regions in this state. So, um, you know, again, it's great uh, to have the opportunity to sit down. Um, uh, with you, and um, I'm really excited to have the opportunity to go down to the State Museum as uh, we're going to celebrate the Dolores Huerta Day. And um, maybe you could talk about you know what what we can expect. You know what's the exhibit all about, and uh, you know that 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 would be great. Yeah, well, the exhibit that, that is now showing at the California Museum History Museum here in Sacramento, uh, it's, uh, it's about uh, mostly about the United Farm Workers actually. Uh, it was a traveling exhibit from Washington, D.C., uh, which was there for over a year, and it's now here. This is the first California stop uh, for this traveling photo exhibit, and it will be going to 33 other states wow. and even a couple of countries that have asked for the exhibit. But it's really wonderful, too, and we want to invite everybody to please come and see this exhibit. Uh, it's uh, really the history of the of, uh, founding of the United Farm Workers and it's kind of focused on myself. And the interesting thing is, is that this, uh, this Smithsonian exhibit was the first one that was ever done uh, in the portrait gallery uh, of a Latina and Fantastic. a living person. And that was myself. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we want people to come and see it. I think you'll find it very exciting Fantastic. at the California History Museum. And it's going to be there for a few months. So Fantastic. please come and see it. And we just want to, again, remind people that uh, we owe a debt to the farm workers because they feed us every day. They keep us healthy uh, with the food that they pick under sometimes very back-breaking conditions, right. uh, very uh, adverse weather conditions, whether it's raining out there while, while they're picking our, our mm-hmm. celery and taking it out of the ground or, you know, all, all of those great uh, healthy foods that we have to eat. Right. And we have to thank the farm workers for that. And one way that we can help them, sometimes uh, we think, well, how can I possibly help a farm worker? Well, one way they can do this is by calling your representative, again, asking them, please vote yes on Robert Rivas' farm worker housing bill. <laughs> si se puede. You can do it. Si se puede, yes. And, um, uh, you know, absolutely. Anything we can do to support, mm-hmm. you know, our farm workers and, you know, make sure that they aren't forgotten, you know, during these very challenging times when it comes to housing in this state. And, mm-hmm. and, and so certainly that's what our bill attempts to do, you know, is to, um, you know, uh, assist uh, uh, you know, our farm workers and to do everything we can to make sure that, you know, our agriculture um, you know, um, you know, it continues to move forward and, and uh, prosper. So, but with that, thank you so much for being here. It really has been an honor. And, you know, obviously I value um, our friendship and, um, you know, 
honor all the work that you've done throughout the state, you know, and throughout the country and uh, the voice you've been for the less fortunate and the underrepresented. And so certainly excited to visit the museum and the exhibit and to make sure to uh, soak in and, uh, you know, honor that past and your legacy. So thank you so much. Again, this is Robert Rivas, um, State Assembly member from the 30th District. I want to thank uh, all of you for listening to this episode of Look West. The Look West podcast is produced by the California Assembly Democrats. Please subscribe and rate this show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And when you think of California and politics, remember to look west.